0: This is Science Friday. I'm Ira Plato. Later in the hour, happy 50th birthday to CITES, the agreement that regulates the trade of wildlife and plants. We're going to check in on how much progress has been made these last 50 years, plus a breakthrough in material science. Get this, a soft robot that can heal itself. We'll talk about what we can learn from these more skin-like bots. And no, they are not as creepy as they may sound. Trust me. But before we get into that, I want to bring on a guest who is doing his duty to literally do his duty. He's developing a toilet that analyzes your waste and might be able to help diagnose an illness from sampling it. In other words, you could be flushing important information about your health right down the toilet, and I mean that literally. But what if your waste didn't go to waste? What if instead it could tell you more about your health? Like number one, checking on your number one and catching a condition like diabetes early. Or number two, checking out number two to see what's going on in your gut. Maybe your microbiome needs some attention. That's the goal of the smart toilet, a device that gets all up in your business to tell you more about your business, so to speak. Conditions like urinary tract or kidney infections, even cancer, can be detected by what gets dumped into a toilet. And as cool as it may sound, it does bring up concerns about privacy and ethics. For example, the toilet keeps track of who is using it by taking fingerprints of your fingers and, well, of your rear end. Even photos of your butt so how do we keep that very personal stuff out of the wrong hands? Just a brief heads up, we're going to get a bit graphic in the interest of science, of course, all the way to the end, if you know what I mean. Joining me is the inventor of the pH smart toilet, Dr. Sun Sunming Park, instructor of urology at Stanford University School of Medicine in Stanford, California. Welcome to Science Friday.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me today. How does the toilet learn about me? Even if you are a superhuman, you cannot avoid uh, number one and number two processes because it's a very natural, it is always called the nature's call. So what we're trying to do is trying to glean biomarkers from uh, human excretion because we believe the human excretion is a wealthy resource for your health tracker. So uh, we're collecting data such as digital biomarker, that's a physiological, biochemical, and behavioral data collected by smart sensors in the toilet. So you have
0: sensors and probes in the toilets. Uh, So walk me through this. I I go to the toilet. I do my business. Yes. Uh, Then do I flush it or does it collect
1: it before the flush? And what happens? Yes. uh, We are trying to make it as passive as possible, which means you don't have to do a thing, single thing. So naturally, you do your natural behavior. Then the, all the all the procedure will be performed by the smart toilet itself. So you don't have to do uh-huh. a thing. So we have a sensors which detect the users sitting. Sensors that detect the users, you know, end of defecation or urination. We have a sensors to collect the data from a excreted specimen.
0: Huh. So how does it know if it's me or someone else on the toilet?
1: Yes, it's a very important question because your toilet will be shared by roommate or family members. It's also for a personalized healthcare, So we're trying to provide uh, as personalized as possible. So we trying to put the fingerprint scanner at the flush lever. So whenever you flush it, we're trying to capture your fingerprint scan so that we can match the result that's collected by the smart toilet. So that's a one way to identify a person. And second way is we're utilizing human anus as a biometric identifier, which is a very uh, unusual case. But I collaborate with a colorectal surgeon for the last five years, and they already knew that it it can be used as a biometric ident- identifier because it's so unique for a person. So we utilize that as a biometric identifier, and we proved that it's more than a 95% accuracy that's... Identify a person.
0: Let me just see if I understand this. Are you saying that our my anus is unique? Is unique like a fingerprint?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Wow. H-
1: have you tested this toilet on yourself? Yes, I did. Not for the anal print stuff, but I installed my the first prototype that was uh, collaborated with an industrial partner, and uh, it is installed in my house. And I tested almost like eighty seven days consecutively. There were 800 defecation and urination events combined. It it is literally called the stool and voiding diary. Hmm. And and the data that it collects,
0: where does the data go?
1: Yeah, all the data will be uh, stored in the cloud system. So we want to connect it to local hospital or local, you know, the healthcare system so that the physician can routinely analyze or assess access to the data so that uh, they want to find out if anything happened before the user feel ill or something. Mm-hmm. You know, some people might be uncomfortable listening to us talking
0: uh, or conversation, but as you say, everyone poops and pees, it's it's nature's call. Yes. How does that affect the advancement of smart toilets um, among scientists
1: and, and the industry? Yes, there are huge amount of the pressure, actually. Because uh, there's a criticism about our system being being too much about, like, a, it, it sounds like or it resembled like a Big Brother in 1984. Mm. Because uh, we're tracking almost like a very private event of human uh, being, right? right. Because of human excreta has been tabooed in almost every culture. so And uh, there's a, a lot of different things associated with the human excretion, such as menstruation or... Well, isn't it? Isn't it? Couldn't that be threatening to some people? Think, certainly, in this
0: age that we live in, about knowing if someone is pregnant or not.
1: Yes, there's gonna. There, this is a, one of the biggest challenge for us because our system may track the pregnancy record. If it is revealed to other, like you know, agency, then they may track the abortion. So it it it's kind of a very sensitive subject. So we want to protect our system's data as much as possible. So. We're just regarding all the generated data from our system as a PHI, patient health information. Mm-hmm. What about people like astronauts?
0: You know, who might. Yes. There are no doctors up there. Maybe you can detect things.
1: Yes. I think uh, one of the best application of our system is for the deep space mission, because uh, NASA is trying to send people to Mars in next 10 years. Um But uh, one of our biggest problem for uh, sending people to Mars is the travel time, because it will take at least six months to 12 months. And uh, the space crew member will be exposed to the very hostile walking environments, uh, including uh, radiation, including like a confinement, distance from the Earth, Mm -hmm. etc., etc. So we're trying to protect the astronaut as much as possible and proactively. So we're trying to utilize our system to monitor the immune system by analyzing microbiome in the feces. Right,
0: right. You know, I imagine when you came up with this idea, what sci- the first thing scientists do is say, how can I get this funded? Right? Yes. Hey, did you have any trouble finding people who would like to invest
1: in your research? Yes. Uh, I Honestly, I submitted this proposal to National Science Foundation in 2021. And uh, I thought it was a good fit for that request for proposal because uh, the request for proposal was titled Smart Connected Health. But uh, even though I, I was able to address all the issues about the smart toilet, but the reviewers actually believe that there's a glitch in our uh, in our approach because uh, there's going to be a, a lot of... Ethical consideration, privacy issues, and to consideration for female participants and all the issues. So, and the especially it is well known subject in the field, but the people still have some barriers or some like obstacles to adopt this system as a routine, you know, monitoring system.
0: Right. Well, I, I think I mean, just in privacy issues, no one wants incriminating photos of their rear end getting out.
1: That's true. So we're trying to replace the sensors in a little bit less invasive manner. So I think we're utilizing sensor which we call optical sensor, but uh, AKA it's a camera basically. So we're trying to make it as uh, less invasive possible, such as like if we can use IR camera a camera instead of you know photographic camera, or some other like you know uh, the LiDAR sensors which measure the distance between the point. So we're trying to replace it so that the people will not have some yeah. uh, feeling about the invasive right. nature of this smart toilet system. Right.
0: Part, part of your goal is getting this really in-depth individual data, sort of an information dump, if you will. Uh, this is part of a growing idea about
1: precision health and personalized medicine, right? That's correct. Even up before a person is born, prenatal gen- genetic screen can be done which means the precision health starts with uh, can be start uh, starting with the uh, the conception. So we're trying to uh, protect people or uh, trying to maintain people as healthy as possible uh, by continuous monitoring of their health signatures. Do you have a special name? You have a you know a special
0: name for your toilet that would make it more. Make it more fun to speak to sit on
1: instead of threatening. Uh, yeah, we call it a precision house toilet, but it's not that funny at all.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I'm thinking more like the tush toilet or something like that.
1: Then. So we have a motto. Actually, we have a uh, the motto. Motto is uh, don't waste the waste. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Don't one more motto that tells about the, even though it's a waste of there's a, like a wealth of biologic information so that we can glean.
0: Well it, it, well you're right in, in in when people who need the help that the toilet might offer them, it's a very it's very serious business speaking of business. Yes. Dr. Park, thank you for taking time to be with us today and good luck.
1: Thank you so much for having me today. It's my great honor and pleasure.
0: Dr. Sungming Park, instructor of Urology at Stanford School of Medicine.